This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, June 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California eyes day zero. OSRA set for action and optimism on dock worker talks. Day zero may be coming. California is looking to emulate Australia and South Africa's famous drought awareness campaigns known as Day Zero. That's the symbolic point when drinking water runs out and taps run dry in cities. Speaking at a Food and Ag Board meeting this week, CDFA Executive Director Josh Eddy explained how the department has been gathering vital drought lessons like this from its international initiatives. He offered the Day Zero approach as a way to build a case for setting site reservoir and other projects as high priorities within the state's environmental and permitting reviews. That is very much a focus for Governor Newsom's drought task force, added CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. It's going to be a very delicate balancing act, said Ross. People are very aware of the permitting issues. She pointed to Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot's commitment to streamlining environmental reviews under the Cutting the Green Tape initiative. She also referenced monthly water board reports showing how Californians have fallen behind on conserving water, which adds more pressure on agencies to, quote, drive home the sense of urgency for the crisis. We can't just wait, said Ross, as she explained the need to integrate state resources through a more holistic approach. We have to be constantly preparing for drought. Westlands steps into water rights battle. The Senate Budget Committee yesterday reviewed the new budget agreement between the two houses. The first point GOP Senator Brian Dolly of Beaver raised was a $1.5 billion provision for buying up water rights from farmers. While the budget package presented no new details on this, Dolly reiterated his position, arguing the state has not managed the lands as well it has as it has already purchased. Senator Bob Wachowski of Fremont shot back that the legislature will certainly include this program within its drought plan. He cited an Associated Press article quoting Westland's Water District General Manager, Tom Birmingham, who said the idea, quote, makes an awful lot of sense and viewed it as a voluntary alternative to years-long lawsuits over water flows for the environment. Bingham noted that many retiring farmers try to sell their water rights to Westland's each year. Now keep in mind, the committee approved a new budget bill and the Senate floor will likely vote on it Monday ahead of the legislators' weekly, or rather Wednesday, deadline for approving a budget. Economists soaring input costs to weigh on farm income for years. Farm input costs are likely to remain at elevated levels well after commodity prices come off their historic highs, and farm bill programs could provide only limited help, economists warned lawmakers yesterday. Joe Outlaw, co-director of Texas A&M University's Agriculture and Food Policy Center, told the House Agriculture Subcommittee that it took input prices four to five years to decline to traditional levels after the drought-induced commodity price spikes back in 2012. Commodity prices are going to decline, but input prices are going to stay up for a while. They always do, and that's going to leave people with what we call a cost price squeeze, said Outlaw. 
You can read the full report at agripulse.com. Shipping reform and other bills to get a House vote. Inflation remains at center stage during this election year, and congressional Democrats are preparing to move a series of bills they say will help to target the issue. The House votes next week on the Senate-passed Ocean Shipping Reform Act, as well as a package of seven bills aimed at addressing high fertilizer prices and issues in the meat and biofuel industries. The Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act will include a measure creating a special investigator's office in USDA's Packers and Stockyards Division. The package also includes a bill intended to allow year-round sales of E15 and a measure to increase payments under the Environmental Quality Incentives Program for Nutrient Management Practices. The measures included in the package have some GOP sponsors, but the House Ag Committee's top Republican, Glenn G.T. Thompson, called the legislation, quote, a charade that does nothing to lower the food and fuel costs currently hammering American families, consumers, and producers. OSRA is aimed at easing port bottlenecks and lowering shipping rates, Federal Maritime Commission Chairman Daniel Mafia has said he'll move quickly to implement the bill's provisions. The Senate passed the measure by unanimous consent on March 31st. You might make note of this. Senate Ag Committee preparing to vote uh, the week after next, maybe June 22nd, on the Senate version of the Packers and Stockyards measure, as well as a bill intended to mandate minimum levels of cash trading in the cattle industry. Uh, also, speaking of fertilizer costs this year, fertilizer giant Nutrient says it will increase its potash production capacity to 18 million tons by 2025. That's a 40% increase over its 2020 production. But a major Iowa beef processor, Iowa Premium, a unit of national beef packing, has put off expansion plans citing construction costs, that according to the Des Moines Register. By the way, Consumer Price Index for May being released today. You can watch agriculture.com for our look at food prices. Buttigieg optimistic on dock worker talks. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the administration is closely watching negotiations with West Coast dock workers, and so far, everything's proceeding smoothly on that front. But Beauty Judge and this week's uh, is this week's guest for AgriPulse Newsmakers, and he stopped short of providing assurances that supply chains will be back to normal by this fall's harvest. Beauty Judge said, "Quote: You know, the truth is, from day to day, week to week, there seems to be uh, always a new factor or surprise that could play our role in significant change. It is exactly why we're working on both the immediate term and the longer term investments." To make sure our supply chains are resilient, no matter what the curveball, no matter what the shock. And by the way, Buttigieg expects states to start building out electric vehicle charging stations soon after they submit their state plans. That's due in August. The new stations will ensure it's easy to, quote, find a charge as it is to know there will be a gas station when you go on a road trip. Our Newsmakers program will post today at agripulse.com. Finally, here's today's He Said It. We cannot forget about the Central Valley. That Mario Pinnell of the California Primary Care Association on an $8 million state budget request for a job training center for women farm workers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, June 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. 
for AgriPulse Daybreak West. I'm Jeff Allen.